Alright, we are back after about a year hiatus or six months. I don't remember the last time I recorded this shit. But we're back to our pride, our stories. This time I have two guests. I got a little bit of a celebrity at Rutgers because he knows everybody and they mama. I'm talking about the singer Rock. And then I got my homie Brian. The musically inclined. Let's fucking go. How y'all feeling today? Um, <laughs> <laughs> my boy playing Pokemon. That's a Blazer King. That's crazy. You really is level 40. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be going crazy. I'm not going to hold you. And then his other character looks like Monkey D. Luffy, just just for context. Has a straw hat and everything. And, and an Espeon. Shout out to One Piece, bro. Mm-hmm. Shout out to One Piece. Actually, speaking of, if you could have one starter as your Pokemon, who would it be? <sighs> Rowlet. Rowlet? It's because the evolution is like Ghost and Grass or something like that. It's, it's like Loki crazy. Like the combo is like ridiculous. I might take uh, he his Hisuian Typhlosion. Interesting. Um, the Growlithe one look crazy. I'm not gonna hold you. Like yeah, the Growlithe one go hard. But Rock and <laughs> Fire is just a shitty ass combo. That's true. That uh, I think I'm I'm stuck between Shimchar and uh, and uh, Cyndaquil. But like not. I actually hated Hisuian. Uh, I hated the I hated the design. Send the quill. <laughs> I, like, I, I hated the design. I hated the design for he, he sweet and t- I hate. I, I'm gonna be real. I hated all three of their designs for like. I keep hating like the starters of recent years. I hated the des- I hated their design like uh, Typhlosions. I was like, also, but I, I hated Typhlosion the second they uh, ruined him when they made everything like 3D and he took away his flames. And I was like, this is atrocious. Like, imagine if they took away Infernix flames. Infer- Infernix would look like a crackhead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they really, they they really did whole Typhlosion. Because I remember seeing the 3D renders and I was like, this, he looks wacky as fuck. Looks like a crackhead at the back of 7 Eleven. No kidding. They, but no, yeah, I, I, I'm stuck between the two of them because Infernic was hard. He's the one Typhlosion looks like he got Fendi makeup on and that's what I fuck with heavy. You are right. You are right. But then he's sweet and Decidua looks like a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Be serious. He an assassin. <laughs> well, he like he's a, he's a samurai. He's a, uh, he's a, the samurai one. The samurai one ain't too bad. Like it's the it's a they, good midpoint. They didn't do much to his design though. Like they, I mean, they didn't really do much to like. I feel like the only one that really changed much was the Sijuai. I feel like they turned the samurai into a young boy fan in that in that mm, game. True. That's but, true. That's true. That's true. Oh yeah. Actually, speaking of Chimchar, the Gym Four games were the first ones I beat. Mmm. Vibes. And that's crazy because Cynthia was. Dog and motherfuckers back in the day. That part. Oh my god. That was me with Lance and Heart Gold and Soul Silver. That's actually my favorite Pokemon game of all time, Heart Gold. It came out on my birthday and I was so enamored. Yeah, I got Soul Silver. The Pokewalker was ahead of its time for Yes! <laughs> Pokewalker, you can you can never top that. You can never top that. You can never top the Pokewalker a day in your life. The Pokemon Go is cute, but the Pokewalker, first how simple it was, it was so like Vibes. For real. Vibes. Vibes. Nah, yeah. For some reason it reminded me of like one of those Gamagichis. The Tamagotchis? Yeah, Tamagotchis. I said Bye, yo. Oh my god, that's actually hilarious. Tamagotchis. Bye, no, he's canceled for that. That's actually that's crazy. Tamagotchis. That's funny. So, um, Tamagotchi. I wish I had a Tamagotchi. I used to have um the Digi like one of the Digimon like uh, the Digiwalkers. The Digiwalkers, yeah. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon. If you had to give up one of them, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, uh, Bakugan. Or Digimon, which one are you giving up? Digimon. <laughs> that's, that's easy. That's, that's easy. Actually, wait. Let me replace <laughs> Digimon because I ain't gonna hold you. Digimon is probably it's everybody's underrated. Sure. It's underrated. It's underrated. But okay, let's swap Digimon for Beyblade. Beyblade, obviously. 
You give up Beyblade? I because I always compare Beyblade to Bakugan, and I'm always like Bakugan is so much better, but they fumbled it, especially with the new stuff, and when they kept having more seasons. Beyblade, I think they did the shows like back then. I think they did the shows immaculately, and then even the new shows were like okay. But uh, I think Beyblade's kind of boring because it's just the wheel, and it's just like I feel like all the wheels are the same, but they're just differently colored. And like, here's my dragon spirit, rar. Yeah. I, I, but I'm talking about like like everything in the franchise. So I'm including the yeah, anime, I'm including the toys, because I ain't gonna hold you. Bakugan, I feel like Bakugan had a better. I don't know. Bakugan and Beyblade's animes were kind of like I put them on the same tier. But I have way more memories of fucking people's Beyblades up in the lunchroom compared to us playing Bakugan. Mm. We collected them, but we never played them. I feel you. Honestly, Beyblade really used to be like that. Jenga and like his whole storyline. Jenga's He's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> he he went crazy. Like I feel like he won the first to me, besides from like Dan from uh, Bakugan that actually become number one, and like solidified in their universe just be number one. Like, Speaking, yeah, for real. Speaking of number one, Ash finally became champion after twenty five years. Amen. He did that, and now I hope that they keep going with him and bring him to another region. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it though, cause like. Ash kind of been mid since the Kano series. I ain't gonna hold you. And that's really just because I'm comparing his accomplishments to mine when I was eight. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Because me, per- me personally, if I was Ash, I would have been <laughs> ran through all the leagues, bro. That's so, so funny. Stuff was tragic. That's actually so funny. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Ash. Ash was... Ash is... I don't like the show, though. Yeah, I don't know if I like the show. Who were your favorite, like, who was your favorite rivals for, for Ash? Um, probably Paul. I hated that thing. I'm not going to hold you. I, think, I thought he was a really good villain. He was written really well. Like, he was written, like, he was, just like, <laughs> he, was just, he was just, like, a mean kid that's, like, I like I bet your parents beat you. Yeah. yeah. Now, he was on the Snipey, right? Yeah. No, no. No, no, no. Okay. You're thinking of, no, uh, Is that Trip? His name started with a T. I think it was Trip, yeah. Trip was a corny. Trip was kind of lame. His that's that's another reason I can't support Ash. How you could be by level five sniper when you got a level hundred Pikachu? Yeah, that had me Steam like EX. Be serious. Honestly, I feel like that's when they like soft reboot the series. Yeah, which was kind of whack, but it is what it is. Mm. Per. Nah, yeah. Mm. Felt per. Oh God. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Right. Honestly, oh who who do y'all uh who was your guys' favorite um Pokey girl? Like that was with Ash. And how, like, cause I know, like, there's so much, like, uh, actually, no, actually, no, better one. Who do you think Ash should end up with of the love interest Poke Girls? Of the love interest? I never really saw Ash being with anybody, but, like, just for OG's sake, I probably would say Misty. Interesting. I'm gonna be real with you. I, I kind of see it, but then how they wrote Serena, I was like, what's it called? How they wrote Serena, I was like, you remember Serena from uh, what's it called? Uh, Serena from Gen Six. How they wrote her like she was one of his like old childhood friends and whatnot, and they were like besties or whatever. I was like, you know, I'm rooting for her and him to get together, especially because she kissed him at the end of the show. Oh, that's and crazy. I, I didn't see. really, I didn't really see Misty and him. Like, I didn't see Misty as a love interest. How I saw Serena as a love interest. Also, hot take. I saw May Loki as a love interest for him and not Dawn because May in the movies with him was very much of a role of like a oh my god like stop like calm down because like the girls back then ash back in the movies he used to be ready to roll with anybody he was every other movie it was like hey yo don't throw me and he would just <laughs> and he would just like 
beat up like old, young Professor Oak or beat up that one kid from the Deoxys movie or beat up Lucario. Ang, not Ang, Ash used to be rolling deep with them punches. Ash so, did, used to roll deep. Yeah, he was a little angry boy. It's crazy. Ash kissed the Pokemon before he kissed the girl. That's wild to me. Oh, yeah. No, Ew. La- Latias. Latias. Oh, that's crazy. Because she's that, nasty. That was a weird... That was a weird... I mean, technically that's a god, so... That, I don't know if that's the same. I mean, it's still a Pokemon, so it's like a... Dang <laughs> that's, that's a weird... That's a That was a weird the, movie, bro. But, yeah... Honestly, is uh, Arceus the only sentient Pokemon, or are the other god ones also sentient? I think all of, I think uh, in the, I think some Pokemon are just sentient based on how they're raised. Like Meowth, Meowth became uh, proficient in English just off a Duolingo lesson. You're so right. Like that's kind of, like, but uh, I know in the movies a lot of the legendaries are sentient, but it depends on what they're doing. Like, they made R.C. sentient. Um, who else did they give that to? They made Lucario sentient, but Lucario's not a legendary, so... That movie actually made me think Lucario was legendary. Yeah, I used to think Lucario yeah. was legendary, too. That was... Yeah, I don't know what Pokemon was doing back then. And wait, there was... Oh, and Zoroark and Zoroa. Oh, and uh, the Keldeo movies, too. The Keldeo, Kabalion. They flopped. Yeah. They, that, I ain't gonna hold you, though. That was a good trio for, for Pokemon, though. Did you see the one Swords with the, uh, with the, I think it's with the green one? Green what? Uh, Verizion? Nah, it's Celebi? the green monkey one. Or like, oh. Zorambe. Is his name Zorambe? <laughs> it might actually be Zorambe, yeah. I think it's, uh, nah, there ain't no way, because you got me thinking of Harambe. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Zorambe. Oh, let me check real quick. That part. Mm. I'm really just about to type green monkey legendary into the search bar. Bye. That's so funny. Yeah, it was some. I think it either was the monkey one or another one. Let me actually search recent Pokemon movies. It's Zarud. Really? It's called the yeah. He's called the uh, he's called Zarud in the uh series. But yeah. Eyes. So with Pokemon aside, though, like you grew up in Camden, right? Yeah. And then Brian, you and I grew up in Jersey City, right? Yeah. So what was very so for uh you rock? How was that growing up? Uh, <laughs> no, no, like it was like, uh, I mean, at the time, it just, I mean, it all just seemed regular, like, uh, it all just seemed regular and whatnot, and then you get like that, uh, that culture shock that, uh, you know, life is better. <laughs> when did you get the? When did you experience the culture shock? Probably like around like high, like sometime around high school, where I got the real culture shock coming to college of like, uh, people actually do have money and are actually just doing crazy things with their lives right now, and it's like, oh, I need to like, you know, I gotta do more. Mm-hmm. Or at least I got that feeling of doing more. But in high school, it was crazy. It was high school, it was the whole, like, uh, you know, go to the Catholic high school. And, uh, what's it called? Hold on, let me get that school. Ah, I missed it. I missed this. I missed getting the squavet. But anyway, uh, going to high school was like, the oh, these kids are actually, like, dumb rich because of their parents and don't have to work for money, can literally give whatever they want, are living their lives. And it's like, dang, I want that. And it's like, <laughs> that's too bad because you weren't born with it. And it's like, oh, that's, that sucks. That's wild. So, wait, how was it, like, growing up, like, being queer in a Catholic high school? Um... It was, uh, I feel like I didn't, I mean, it sucked, but I didn't realize how much, like, I didn't realize how much, like, it sucked and how, like, annoying it was until, like, I guess, like, when I got, like, when I got to college uh, and I got, like, more sentient of being an adult and being like, huh, growing up as a queer youth is really, really sad or can be really sad and whatnot because of all the comparisons that I did to, like, how I thought things would be of, like, the whole, like, um, like, at least how, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, like, how media puts it, but, like, at least the expectation of, like, you know, 
you're gonna date someone, have a great like young love story and whatnot, go to prom, do all these amazing things and have all these friends and have all this like uh, abundance in life. Mm. But like, it's just like one, it's not like that when you're poor. And two, it's not like that when you're queer. And let's say like, it's not like that when you're queer and not white, or at least like when you're queer and uh, when you're queer and a guy. I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, queer women have easy. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, it's like, it is diff, it is completely different of like growing up as a queer dude versus like I feel like uh I feel like um I feel like I'd be more I feel like I'd be more palatable if I was a queer woman and whatnot for obvious reasons like you know the whole uh extreme romanticization and fetishization of like lesbians and queer women and yeah. queer uh queer feminine presenting people so uh yeah there was that but yeah and then there's also a big difference in being like black and queer versus like being like white and queer that part literally that part because do you feel like there's a feti- uh fetish Fetitization. I can't say that word. Fetitization. Of, of uh, like, like, queer white, like uh, men couples. Like, uh, like, like white on white or white and interracial or like and whites the only and whites the always in the interracial. What do you mean? I think like white on white or oh. white and interracial too. You could talk about either or. Um. No. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I feel like I feel like definitely like the stuff I see like through my phone, like through social media, and through like just like everyday stuff and whatnot. It's always like been put in my head that like you know, un- I guess like the most prominent uh, queer male relationship is like between a white guy and a white guy, and blah blah blah, love story, whatever, cool, good for them and whatnot. And it's never been a at least for me, it's never like been pushed out that like you know, two black guys can be queer and uh, have a great love story and be together and it'd be awesome and it'd be vibes. It is literally never, literally never seen that in my life. Period. But um, yeah, it is always it is always the white, and also heavy on the uh side note, heavy on the um. White queer. I mean, people don't want to date black people in general. I'll say that. But also, I'll say white people. Oh yeah, I got no more pokeballs. Um, <laughs> I, I think I messed up. I don't know if I messed up. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna mess up. But um, heavy on. I was just I was telling like I, I talk about it a lot and whatnot because you know gotta keep the queer agenda going. But I was telling Brian the other day and whatnot probably a lot that uh. I really feel like white queer people, but queer people in general, or these people people in general, don't want to date black queer people and want to, or at least I'll specifically say, as a black queer man and whatnot, it's my dating experience is completely different than like that if I was a white queer man or a or a queer woman or something like that. Where heavy on the people already don't want to date black people because of like you know them being black and all of the hate and uh, discrimination that black people face mm-hmm. and heavy on the colorism part i am also dark. for everyone for everyone listening watching i'm dark-skinned so you know um but yeah people don't want, people don't want to date dark-skinned black queer men i'm not saying that as like an excuse and whatnot so that i can have an awful personality but i feel like you got to take that into consideration when you want to ask yourself like oh why is the last time i had a relationship like two years ago or a year ago and it's like uh people don't want to date you i mean it could also be like oh some people are just uncompatible with you but also people don't want to date you because of things you can't change and that's not like, oh, now I'm going to sit here and cry about my life. No. But it's like a, if you know this now, it'll give you some more context of like, oh, this just is, and you can try to understand it of like a, well, that really sucks people like that. Yes, they are. I mean, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Do you feel like the experience, do you feel like the dating experience would have been different if you went to a HBCU? Like, hmm, I... I want to say maybe and whatnot. I mean, I don't have these. I want to say maybe because then, like, if I uh, yeah, if I was at HBCU, I'd be surrounded by predominantly black, like predominantly black people, and I guess uh, people of color or whatever. So then, it, like, the whole dating pool, like the whole pool of people around you, is like you know very much colored black and all that. So it'd be Shout like out you to know the HBCUs though. That part. Hey Morehouse. Hey. Hey Brown. Is Brown Brown Brown's at HBCU? I think Browns. Uh, is Brown. Howard, Howard is a HBCU. Hey Howard, what's up? 
Spring Break. Okay, Virginia, um, Virginia State. Oh, Virginia State. My dad. My dad went there. You did. Ah! I mean, what's it called? He ain't graduate. He had his. He had responsibilities, but he went there. Period. Oh no, that's right. Maybe like that. Virginia State. He meant that. But no, yeah. Uh, heavy on the yeah. Uh, I bet if I was at HBCU, it'd probably be like relatively very much different and whatnot. Like four years at Rutgers and whatnot, you see some things trying to date uh anybody. Also, I'll be having a type. So, like, like heavy on the, like, I really don't be having a type. Like, I really will. Like, I don't have any racial hangups. Like, I would date anyone. I'm right. Ra- their race doesn't really matter. It's mm-hmm. just, like, specifically when it comes to, like, oh, dating a white person, I definitely am more cautious than any other color or any other race or ethnicity. Because it's like a, hmm, I gotta make sure you're not racist. Or, like, you don't, like, you know, hate black people secretly. But, yeah. But, yeah, like, I feel like it, there would be a drastic difference at HBCUs. But there is mm-hmm. also a very, like, love being black. But even in our community, there's like that. Um, there's a very big emphasis on being very masculine to such a toxic standpoint. And there's a lot of homophobia in the black community. Like I grew up with people that would call gay people slurs and stuff. And I'm not saying HBCUs are like that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like it's it's just it's it's weird when you've grown up surrounded by surrounded by that in your own community, which is crazy because. As a black person, you would expect to treat people better. Yes. With the uh, years of slavery, discrimination, and Jim Crow we got, and then you out here get, hating gay people? That don't, yes. That's, that's, that's wild to me. Yes. Heterosexual black people are not out of that. I'll take I'll take I'll take They want to trade places with uh, the oppressors. Exactly. Actually, somebody made a point about this. Like, black people don't want... Uh, some black people don't want equality. They want... To be in the level of the oppressor, to make the laws to oppress others. Yeah, that is type crazy, but I feel like you're right. Like, yeah, I could, could not, could not, uh, I couldn't be me though. Like Brian, you, I mean, we kind of grew up damn near in the same environment. Like, did you experience or hear some of that growing up? I feel like so. I grew up in uh, East Orange until I was nine. Okay. And then the rest of the time I was in Jersey City. But East Orange heavy. I feel like East Orange is a lot worse, given that uh, it's a very like uh, I'll, I'll call it close community, but predominantly black and Hispanic. Like didn't see no white people, didn't see no Asian people. So very like uh, heavy into the uh, black culture. Mine specifically was uh, super ghetto. I'm not gonna hold you. Very uh, inner city ghetto. What, so uh, yeah, it what was. Part uh, of, what part of Jersey City did you grow up on? Uh, in Jersey City, I lived. I actually moved around a lot, but between Bergen, Lafayette, and uh, Greenville. Oh, Bergen. So I was e- always either in one of them. Okay, got you, got you. But uh, in Jersey City, it's actually a lot better, but I feel like Jersey City's diversity is what added to it being better. Yeah. Because uh, at some point, you got to stop discriminating. Yeah. And I feel like the first one was, like I guess, race. Like, there's less racial discrimination, except for, like, I think those... Uh, anti-blackness and stuff like that is subtle where it's so uh, in the environment that even when people try not to be some type of way they'll still be some type of way so like they make like the black jokes the midnight jokes the uh, the Haitian jokes midnight stuff like that yeah Yeah. them jokes yeah I remember those so but in terms of uh, people being home yeah it was actually I feel like that's also like Anti-blackness and homophobia is like something that's very subtle and like just always there. Yeah. You just have to pay attention to words. And it'll almost always be there. Or like a certain, like the stigma is in the words. So um, you would hear that negative light or that negative connotation and like, ooh, what do you mean by that? 
I feel like the subtleness depends on what part of Jersey, like like part of your city you in. Like downtown, I feel like they're it's they can be more evident with their racism, in the sense that there's just not a lot of POCs or black people that live in downtown. But on the flip side, when you're in places like MLK, uh, Stegman, places like those areas in Jersey City, you probably won't face racism, but there's probably going to be blatant homophobia or homophobic jokes being passed around. Yep. I 100% agree. Like, that's one thing. And also, the racism that you see is in the stores. Because for some reason, like, uh, the at least the stores, like the nail salons, the oh, corner stores, the dollar stores, are not black-owned in, like, black communities. Yeah, that's They're true. always other-owned, like, Indian-owned, Asian-owned, or something like that. So you'll walk in and be being watched in your own <laughs> In your, your own, own community. own hood, bro. Like, it's crazy. Buy it your own corner, buy it. It'd be wild. It's I remember crazy. I was with my friends, and they, uh, they told me to put my bag behind the counter and didn't tell them to put their bag behind the counter. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Ew, did you? Yeah, I had to. <laughs> no, 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 did your friends? Uh, nah. They didn't notice. Mm. Which I think happens all, like, most time. They won't notice it. Or they won't notice that people are watching. And I'm like, yeah, they, they, they've been watching us for a minute. Or watching me for a minute. Yeah, dang. You know what's cra- crazy, though? I didn't get a lot of, like, the dark joke. Like, like people making fun of your skin color in, like, growing up in elementary and middle school. Because from... Mm. Kindergarten all the way to eighth grade, I went to a Catholic school that was predominantly black, and I was gonna go to a um, I was supposed to go to a Catholic Catholic high schools, and the diversity varied depending on each one, but I ended up going to a different school which was way more diverse, and that's when I started hearing all the, the like color jokes, and I ain't gonna hold you, I was late in the game. I did not know how to I didn't know how to respond to it because I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, yeah, it used to be the lights turn on. they'd be like, Oh my god, where's where's your guy? Where's Rob? Where's Ryan? That's like, your mama's house. <laughs> right, like it's like, haha, that's so funny. Like, yeah. And maybe it'd, it'd, it'd be other black people. <laughs> it, it would be. It'd be other black people. It'd be, it'd be other dark skinned black people. Like, yeah, how you gonna be dark skinned <laughs> Right, like bro, you dark too. What do you like, mean? That's like being broke and making fun of a homeless person. Like right. what is you doing? Like you his cousin. Be serious. Man, calm down, dog. The colors gonna be going crazy. Oh God! Yes, yes. Actually, yeah. yeah the colorism in the black community as a whole is a crazy, it's a crazy thing too. That's why every time I see a, a, a dark skinned husband with his light skinned wife, I'll be like, "Ooh, that, that's crazy." You let them be, cause you know you let people have their preferences, let them do what they do. You but I'm like, I'm be at your wedding laughing. This uh, my wife and kids. This <laughs> Martin and Gina. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> literally every single show. You, uh, this uh, the people from a different world. Every single black show is the light skinned wife. I'm gonna get Brian's like ten years. His wife is gonna be light. It, it's the second. Uh, Not you. I'm gonna get Brian ten years, and I'm gonna get that wedding. Like, wow, are we surprised anyone? I'll be giving my speech like. Not you wishing that. On it's Brian. the second Aunt Viv. And, uh, bye, bye. I hated when they did that to her. <laughs> it was such colorism, and Will like, oh, I will never forgive him. It's uh, the daughter and my wife and kids too. Bye, <laughs> bye. That's actually crazy. Another thing I hated was uh, how. Like, colonization really runs deep in our community that, like, even with our natural hair, we, like, because growing up, um, I don't know if it was a rule in my Catholic school that, like, guys couldn't have locks. Yes. Like, they were allowed to braid their hair into cornrows, but they couldn't have, like, uh, at least as far as I remember, we weren't allowed to have locks. Yeah. 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 That's a crazy experience. That wasn't, that wasn't how it was for y'all? I mean, I had dreads all my life, so oh, I, yeah. I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been targeted. 
But no, I actually went to public school, so yeah, mask. And uh, what's it called? Yeah, like when I started, when I started my locks too. I mean, my parents. Well, my well, my parents were pretty pretty big on wanting my hair to always be well done with locks, like being constantly retwisted. Like they would say, "Oh, you look." Like you look raggedy or you look like a wolf or something, but truth be told, like I, I've, had, I've had a retwist in like four months, and one that's way better on your hair. If you getting, if you have locks and you watching this, stop getting them retwists every two weeks. You are gonna end up and look like Lil Wayne. Dang, every two weeks, that's money right there. That's she, money. She gonna that, start unless you do it, unless you're doing your own hair, which props to you, but still, lay low on the every two weeks. Woo. <laughs> That's a the arm the arm strength must be crazy though, because even taking out two strand twists is a pain. But um, but yeah, now I like I like my like I like my hair the way it is when there's like no retwists and it's new growth everywhere and stuff. I try and wear I try and get that as much as possible. That's why I don't like getting retwists. Also, getting a retwist and sitting down and letting somebody do that that's low key painful. <laughs> it is like Shit, I seems- also think I'm tender headed, so like that's probably why that's my perspective on it, but. She used to have me like. <laughs> now nah, my, my lactation's pretty good about um. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't have heavy hands, but. <laughs> it's, but it's just the fact that like it's just the fact that like the the I'm, I go so sporadic, so there's a lot of new growth. So you gotta like comb and pick it out, and that's that's a pain. Now when they be separating it, that should be ripping. Oh my god! <laughs> bro. Oh my god! When your locks start marrying, Brock, you said you you do you want to get locks? Do you you gonna let your hair grow out? Or? I mean, my hair doesn't. I don't think my hair's gonna grow that big, so probably not. Would you let your hair grow to like Brian's like pro size if you could? I would, but I don't think I get locks. I think I would do like uh, I'd probably just do like the perfect afro thing, like Kyrie's, like make it like all like a circle. Like if I get if I if I had like if my hair got to Brian's length and whatnot, I would just like I'd keep my the afro, just make it like like more circular and whatnot. Like that's what I would, that's like my dream like hairstyle like uh, like the big poofy afro was that Zorua? that's Zorua. Yeah. but uh, yeah the big poofy afro <laughs> excited but um, no that's funny you mentioned that because um I think we've come like kind of actually not I don't think we've even come far in like like the like I guess like the hair movement and natural and naturalization of the features in the black community because of the whole hot take like I think things like dreads locks and all of the long black hair is now more um received as like you know favorable and oh attractive but like for all of our black women and black men our black our black days and them like everyone who doesn't have like big puffy curly like two b twos whatever hair and whatnot it's always like oh like you're nappy and you don't got nothing going on it's like a i feel like sometimes like as a black person you have to like you gotta have like either that look or a, like you gotta have that look or a look of like um you gotta have the dreads you gotta have the locks you gotta have big curls you gotta have this you gotta have that and whatnot so it's like oh yeah some of us we each got small afros I'm black now. Like it's like, and it's like, oh, uh, moving on. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that's fair. Like everybody's gonna have something to say about the hair in one shape or form. Yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. It'd be weird. Like it's like you got. It's like you actually gotta have locks or like a giant afro to like actually like stand out. And it's like, nah. Honestly, I feel like sometimes everything it was just social media antics, like the whole like it, movement it, it, for uh, cause in person they still clock you. Like I think uh, you know. On that TikTok where the uh, lady said uh, a white person would uh, not mention it. Lip gloss, yeah. There's lip a whole lip, thing yeah. where uh, how in a black community you ha- kind of have to show out. So you have to have your yes. hair done. And you have to do all that. Yeah. So when you don't do it, they kind of do view you as raggedy. But in other other communities, you could go out and look like that. I mean, they still think you're raggedy, but not like from like, oh, that's just like, it sounds bad. But like, you're black. That's why you hit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Than- <laughs> yeah. <Bye. laughs> another black person saying, oh, you just don't do, do your shit right type thing. 
And he was like, oh, I can't do right. No, for like, you see like the women with like the short hair mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, you see them sometimes get clowned. Uh, who else? Which is crazy because women yeah. with short hair are fire. Yeah, I feel like uh, when they have the baby hairs, that's the ones that be, uh, when, when they could do the edges and stuff like that. But when you can't do the edges, they definitely be uh, thinking some type of way, doing some type of stuff. But I'm trying to see what other hairstyles that they be. Acting crazy for it. I ain't gonna hold you, uh, Brian. I picked up my phone just because I saw a shiny Teddy Ursa on your screen and I can't find that. Bye. Oh, it's random. Bye. <laughs> they clocking you. I'm putting my shit right They clocking you. Ass, ass. Um, they clocking you. But not yet. But you know what's so crazy? I feel like there's a, a big discrepancy between when you have, um, like, let's say you're just letting your hair grow out. Like, like you got 4C hair and you're growing it out. Maybe yeah. you're trying to freeform it. If you're doing that on the regular, people are gonna be like, "Oh, you're nappy." Like, "Oh, pick that, pick that out, or fucking get waves." Let's <laughs> <laughs> always get waves going up. Yeah, I don't so want that. I do not want. Nah. I, like, like, I don't want waves. Shout out to people that got waves. It looks great. Ah, not me though. Wait. Y'all be safe out here. Y'all be right. Safe. Y'all be safe. You're good. But you're like, safe. if it's a celebrity, like I know, like J Cole has, I think, free forms, and J Cole doesn't get pressed about his hair. So it's like, like once you, I feel like once you have a, a celebrity status, people right. don't really care as much. Honestly, I feel like J. Cole don't get pressed about his hair because one, he's a guy and his pressing would probably come from other men, but he got money. And when you got money, niggas can't say nothing about you. I'm not going to hold you. Right, like, like come on, can't say we, nothing. we broke. We broke. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you're broke. He got money. Stop. Oh, God. Nah, but yeah. Because best believe, they do be saying stuff about Wayne and they do be saying stuff about Jay-Z. <laughs> And I, I think that's because they're also dark skin. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't even know. I don't know if I've heard people say stuff about Jay Z's because I like I like Jay Z, but maybe it's just because I'm biased. I like Jay Z's hair. Huh? They be saying he's. They be saying it's look. They be saying, they be saying it look nappy on Twitter. I mean, they be, on Twitter they be saying it look nappy. He, said he be trying to be like Basquiat. That's crazy. Right. It's like <laughs> y'all y'all go back to your job. Come on now. That's crazy. And I know we give flag. I know we give a lot of flag for uh, Lil Wayne with how the locks, what how his locks are, how damaged they look, but. I'm gonna be honest. If my locks were on their last leg, I I probably I probably ride them till the wheels fall off too. I ain't gonna hold you. They were saying something like that's a sign of uh your hair being dead, which has a lot to do with, like emotional and like like the way you, like you emotionally are like it manifesting your hair. So sometimes like your hair would not be doing good because you're like super stressed and stuff like that. And his stage is like it being like dead. Like you just gotta cut that off and restart so that you can just have fresh hair. Yeah. And like the new growth, but he could do him. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. for real. That's why it's always been like like my hands, like the ends of my hair are dyed right now. So I always have to deal with breakage occasionally. Like if I wash it or get get a retwist, but I always try and make sure the scalp is good because at least if the scalp's good, hair gonna grow back anyway. So mm, I feel you. I feel you. Ooh, how do y'all feel about barbershops? Barbershops. Uh, you know what? Like. I, I spoke to Jay. I spoke to Jay the other day, and I've always loved Jay's. I've always loved Jay's locks, and I asked Jay like, "Yo, Jay, do you get shape ups?" Like, because I can only speak on a lock perspective now. And Jay's like, "Nah, I don't let a razor touch my head." So I stopped getting shape ups too. And sh- that's funny because like on some real like I try to like I, every every time I'm like Rocky, don't get your hair cut. Don't get your hair cut. They will mess up or something. Because like for the past three, past I swear every second I got to new brothers like when I up in Rockers and went out, the barbers up here actually are atrocious. But um, not not to be a hate, but they, are, they don't know how to cut black hair. Yeah, and, but it be and, but no, but it'd be funny because it'd be like it'll be a black person or a Dominican person cutting your hair, and I'm like, back home. Well, Dominican is black. I'm like back home. If I was with you, they they got that on lock. Up here, y'all don't. 
Strange. But no, yeah, um, heavy on the, yeah, we ain't getting no haircuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, Jay's, Jay's definitely right. I'll be, I'll be trying to, I'll be trying to keep the hair going. I literally got the, I was expecting to get uh, this, I, I recently got a, like a slight haircut because I went in to get a shape up. And I was, yeah, I'm just going to get a shape up, keep, like, you know, take off the beard, uh, put in an eyebrow slit. He put in like a little of an eyebrow slit or whatever. And uh, he was like, oh, is it cool if I like chop off the blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? He was like, can I, can I chop off the blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? Because I, I think I was missing a word. He was saying how he wanted to chop off like either like the dead ends of my like afro or like just like the parts where it was like relatively like uneven or whatever. And I was like, you know, it'll make it more circular. Why not? He won't do too much. And he didn't do too much. And then I was like, oh, this is actually, this is fine. And then it'll grow out and just, you know, boom, boom, boom. But, um, no, yeah, I'm not that, I'm honestly not the biggest fan of barbershops only because like it's always, it's always so, it's always so uncomfortable being up in there because it's just like. That's another thing, like being queer and being in a barbershop is a whole different thing because barbershops are, like, especially black barbershops are very like macho and misogynistic they say, yeah for real they say some crazy things about women and their women they're like uh, she doesn't do she doesn't do that like she doesn't let me talk to them she doesn't let me and it's like bro like aren't you like 40 oh god what get like, your what? paper up bro right like that and uh <laughs> and, cra- and also sometimes they be talking too much in there like i'm i'm not that i'm, I'm not that much of, i don't feel like i'm that much of an anxious person or an introvert at all i can only imagine someone who's like mad introvert going to barbershop alone and like you get like the chatty one where it's like he's trying to have a whole convo, trying to find out your major, your uh, your fam, your life, everything. One and I'm like, honestly, man, I'm just trying to get this haircut and go. Like I'm gonna be nice, but I, I would just like, can we, let's just you know, let's let's just stick to let's just stick to the basics, please. Oh, oh me, bro. Like it's uh, the barbershops. Yeah, the barbershops do be trash. Also, another thing is like I don't trust barbers no more because like I've spent like I've been so committed to to my locks now that like yeah, if. Hypothetic, like real, real talk. If somebody were to mess up or thin a lock from giving me a shape up, for legal reasons, I might have to burn it to the ground. I might have to burn it to the ground, bro. Like, you really did me dirty. We gotta run the ones. Bestie said like, the barbershop shop going up in flames. No. <laughs> I mean, Seeing see people with the dreads with their hairline pushed back is so, so wild. Yeah. Ooh, like, when crazy. somebody constantly like, getting that's another thing. Like, I can't do the tapers. Like, People like shout out to the people that can taper, like have locks and tapers and take good care of it. But like I would, I'm so anxious that getting them. So, yeah, I got you, bro. Dealing with them for so long, I I like and it break off. I'd be so mad. So I'd start crying for real. Man, that's another thing about being in the barbershops. Like like they teach you, they give you the sorriest excuse of advice. Oh, shiny teddy yourself. Oh, that's a swallowed. But no, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Like they be giving you tragic advice, like. But I think that's. But I think that's just like that's not even just barbershops. That can be at cookouts or anything. Like they'll tell you about like as like quote unquote being a man, supposed to be stoic and shit. Oh, I got you shiny. Oh, I love you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. See, this is what I mean. It's like this doesn't happen in a barbershop. You're like for real, growing up masculine. You can't tell another dude I love you because they're gonna be like, oh, that's gay. Like what? Nah, I'm like if you yes, my friend, I'm gonna I'm tell very... you I like. You. <laughs> that part yeah so I feel that I appreciate you dog I'm finna evolve that I'm finna evolve they gonna cry they gonna cry they gonna cry <laughs> dang oh my god that is crazy ooh a swallow get the swallow I'm gonna grab that hold on everyone, everyone listen there's a, a swallow and I want Brian to catch it cause swallow is a really cool swallow a really cool Pokemon it's like muck but like kinda like less cool what's your favorite uh, evolution cause I feel like my answer changes a lot like I've said it's I've said it's Umbreon, I've said it's Glaceon, and I've said it's Sylveon. 
I'm stuck between Umbreon and Jolteon. I'm stuck between those three, but I think... That's I don't a hard know. one. Espeon go hard, but I'm stuck between Umbreon and Jolteon, like, design-wise. Yeah, I like Espeon a lot, but I don't think I could love Espeon just for the fact that the shiny's ugly. Vaporeon. The shiny is ugly. And... Damn, what did I say? I, hope, I just we just, I want more like. I want to say Leafeon. Leafeon. Interesting. Leafeon's a fun one. Leafeon does go hard. I'm trying to trying to think. Sylveon has a great. Sylveon and Umbreon both have great uh, shinies though. Yeah, I feel you. Sylveon's looks like um, it's like in a hospital and dying, and it looks cool. Yeah. I felt that. I felt that. Oh man, that's funny. Brian, was last time you were at a barbershop? A really long time, like two years. I do not. Get my uh, haircut at all. Like, I don't get it trimmed. I don't get no shape-ups, no anything. Which is, yeah, but your hair would just be growing. Do you put you put uh, essential oils in your hair? Not at all. I don't actually put anything in it. It really just grows. That's, what's <laughs> That's what's up. It must be nice, bro. I gotta put peppermint oil in my stuff. Right? But then again, I put peppermint oil in it because it also helps with keeping it clean, too, so. Like, I feel you, bestie. I put no, for, today. for anybody watching, put peppermint oil in your hair. Your scalp gonna feel like it's on cloud nine. Especially if you deal with like itchy scalp and stuff. There's actually um there was a apparently a, a study done that peppermint oil can help um hair growth better than Castor? Mo- not castor, minoxidil. Mm. For people that deal with like uh some balding. I don't know how um accurate it is, but I've I've heard that at some point. Interesting, God, I'm gonna swallow out. Interesting. Huh. What do you, what do you use in your hair like? Black uh, castor? Yeah, I use the black castor peppermint oil combo that they make now. It is amazing. And uh, then, obviously, water. And I use this one thing that Brian got before called, I forget what it is, but it's like, a, it's, like a green clear, it's like a green and clear bottle that says, like, olive and I think tea tree oil on it, too. And then I used to have, like, the spray castor oil because I like to spray my hair with, like, water or something when I then pick it out. Because uh, I, I, I think I learned, like, last year, not to pick your hair out when it's dry because, like, that's bad. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's good to know. But, um... Bye, but um, uh, no, yeah, I use those. Uh, oh, this the pre evolution of Swalot, but yeah, I use those. Um, what else do I use? I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't use like, yeah, I, I don't think I use too much on my hair and whatnot, but yeah, just those things. Peppermint oil really is goaded, peppermint oil is goaded. That had my hair growing crazy quick over summer. Yeah, peppermint oil is great, so I have a shampoo with peppermint oil. Uh, bye, you ate. That's another thing. I hate washing, I hate uh, like hair, hair days with 4C hair is a pain in the ass. Part. Oh, you got a Rosalia or whatever. It's called. Oh, yeah. All right. What's it called? We about to head out. We about to head out and um, get this Pokemon day in, right? I know that's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast. I appreciate all y'all listening. I appreciate Rock. Yeah. I can't speak. I appreciate Rock and Brian for being on this podcast. I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all got anything? Final comments or anything? Brian, no, I'm good. good. Pelipper's an ugly ass Pokemon. What? You're <laughs> such a hater. Pelipper's so cool. Pelipper's ugly as fuck. <laughs> uh, everyone, Pelipper's a really cool Pokemon, and Quilava is a sick, is one of the best uh, middle evolutions for a starter ever. I'll agree with the second part. And um, yeah, um, trans rights. As yes, as it should. What about you, Brian? Uh, no, I don't have anything to say. You don't believe in trans rights? <laughs> I do. So why do you say it? Not you trying to guess that, <laughs> Fake ally, fake ally, fake ally, fake ally, fake ally. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, everybody, stay blessed. Have a good one.